0: on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Good Tuesday morning to you. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. WGNCRadio.com for all of you that are streaming the show this morning. We have got a ton to cover from middle school to college basketball. Let's get into it. So glad that you could join us on this Tuesday morning. So we've had a, um, we've had a lot going on. Got a lot going on and we're going to, we're going to catch up and get into it here over the course of the next little bit here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Um. High school basketball basketball tournaments got started last night. Three of the four Big South boys quarterfinals were completed, the other one being North Gaston and Ashbrook. The girls wrapped up their quarterfinals last night. We'll dive into those scores here in just a little bit. Carolina Hurricanes back out on the ice last night. We'll cover that. A very light night in college basketball. We'll get to some of those important scores. I took the moment, I took the liberty this morning during my show prep to try to break down or give an insight as to exactly what's transpiring, specifically on the boys' side of Gaston County Middle School basketball. And now my brain hurts. I'm going to try to share with you everything that I've been able to uncover so far as it relates to the boys' middle school race for playoff spots. This we know. Effectively, let's be honest for a second. Effectively, two spots already locked up into place. Greer and Belmont are going to get in. The other two spots... I've got an inclination, maybe, at least for one. The one team still needs some help. Three other teams looking for maybe the fourth spot. And I had to break out the abacus. I I don't, we're going to try to get to some answers. And of course, there's still three, three dates that have to be completed. Could something out of the ordinary happen in those dates that would create some disruption or maybe not disruption, I don't know that that's necessarily the word, it might offer clarity. If any of that happens, then that would be great because I'm sure clarity is exactly what we'd love to have right now. But I'm going to take a shot at it today on the Rush Hour Morning Show and trying to give you some insight as to what might be taking place as it relates to middle school basketball. That's important because at 8.20 this morning, we're going to have the Holbrook Boys Middle School coach, Marquesio Williams, on to talk about his club. Going to talk about his club, a big game that they have today at Holbrook Middle School against Greer. It's in his first year at Holbrook, so we'll talk about all that. At 8 o'clock, Niner Brad's going to join us and we're going to cover some high school basketball from last night. The first three quarterfinal games have gone chalk. I cannot imagine tonight's quarterfinal game at Ashbrook not going chalk. I would be literally stunned if something happened that would prevent Ashbrook from getting to the, for the, to the semifinals. And in doing so, they would be taking on a Kings Mountain Club, who won last night. We'll cover all that here in just a moment. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. Last night, on the ice, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Chicago Blackhawks 6-3. We track this. I know that there's not a lot of you that follow Hockey in this area, that's fine. That's fine. I will say this, and I've said this before on the show. If you've ever had an opportunity to go to a game live, I'm going to bet there's a 99% chance that you enjoy it way more than you ever thought you were going to. It is unbelievable. If you've never been to a hockey game live, start with the Checkers. Go see a Checkers game. You're going to be amazed. If you like the speed of basketball, you'll like hockey. If you like the hand-eye coordination of baseball, you'll like hockey. If you love the physicality of football, you'll like hockey. I would say the same thing for lacrosse, but we already know that lacrosse is growing in this area anyway and as we have a greater influx of people that are going to be moving in from other towns farther in the north and east, eventually Gaston County is going to have to contend with the possibility of lacrosse at the high school level. That's going to happen sooner rather than later. Hockey? Eh. (laughs) we know that's probably prohibitive. There are some folks in Gaston County right now that probably have their kids playing hockey over in Charlotte anyway. Not a ton, but I'm sure that there are some. But we always try to track it just because of the fact that it is one of a few major league teams that we have in this state. So we cover it, and this is a club that's supposed to be really good this year, and, and right now, after kind of getting off to a sluggish start, they're starting to find their way. They'll be taking on the Florida Panthers on Thursday – at PNC. College basketball last night. One top ten matchup. Iowa State loses to Houston. 73-65. to 65. A number six versus a number two. I can't keep track. I-, I can't watch all of this stuff. If I could have, I would have watched this one. Eventually, when you get up early you got to go to bed early if you want any sort of nice rhythm to your day. This is one I would have stayed up to watch had I had the apparatus to make it happen. Houston wins 73-65 over Iowa State. Last night in the ACC, Whoo! Castle Coliseum, let's go. Virginia Tech 75-41 over the Cavaliers. Wow, the Commonwealth was rocking with this one. Virginia Tech had a night. And Virginia, this is is the downside of Virginia. When things are not going well on a given night for Virginia, you get a result like this. Their margins are so thin. It's amazing to me that they win as often as they do. They've already got a 20-win season. It's amazing to me they don't see more of these games. But they got it last night. They had it handed to them, 75-41. to 41. College of Charleston, 65-57 winner over William and & Mary. And then another Big 12 game, Texas and Kansas State. Texas wins 62-56. to 56. The Texas Longhorns right now, I throw this out for reference. Yesterday I made a statement late in the show. About the likes of South Florida, the Charlotte 49ers, other teams. Appalachian State, I would even argue, falls into this same category. What happens if the committee, the tournament committee for the NCAA, turns away teams like Charlotte, South Florida, and App State? App State still, despite the fact they've had an unbelievable year, have beaten A top 15 team in the Auburn Tigers. This is a team that's going to struggle to get into the tournament. In fact, they probably won't if they don't win the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. I'm talking about Appalachian State. If that, in fact, happens, there's a very real possibility that the Texas Longhorns will be one of those teams that get in. It's enough, really, to make you want to pull your hair out. Texas is 17-9 and nine on the season, 6-7 and seven in conference play. This is who likely is going to be one of those teams that takes one of these at-larges. Now, again, if they win a couple rounds in the tournament, the committee has justified their move. And let's be honest, nobody, there's not too many programs in the country that are going to fill hotels and restaurants in a city that they're going like the University of Texas. And anybody that tries to tell you that's not a factor is just not being honest with you. It is a factor. It may not be the factor, but it is without question a factor. High school boys basketball last night. Crest beat Stuart Kramer 85-55. to 55. Stuart Kramer's season does come to a close. Huss beat South Point 51-45. and a game that had little flow, and a game that was not the best basketball creation you could imagine, Huss has enough to get over the top. They win 51-45. Kings Mountain, 93-81 winners over Forest View. This is one I would have enjoyed seeing. When you see 174 points scored in a high school basketball game, they were getting up and down the floor. They really were. Kings Mountain, a ton of offense, a ton of firepower. They get past Forest View, 93-81. Ashbrook and North Gaston play tonight. We already know that one of the semifinals is set. Huss is going to go to Crest. On Wednesday. Stuart Kramer beats North Gaston 61 to 18. Huss in a 4-5 matchup gets past Forestview 65 to 51. That means that Huss will go to Stuart Kramer on Wednesday. Kings Mountain falls to South Point 69 to 26. And Crest beats Ashbrook 67 to 40. South Point will go will host Crest, I should say. They'll host Crest on Wednesday. As the semifinals are set on the girls' side, Southern Piedmont one a 2A today. On the boys' side, Cherryville goes to Highland Tech. Bessemer City goes to East Gaston. Thomas Jefferson goes to Burns. Shelby's the one seed they get to buy. They'll host a semifinal game. On the girls' side, Highland Tech is going to travel to Burns. Cherryville travels to Bessemer City. East Gaston travels to Shelby. Thomas Jefferson is the one seed on the girls' side. Middle school basketball today here in Gaston County. Bessemer City goes to York Chester. Chavis goes to Stanley. Cramerton to Southwest. WC Friday goes to Mount Holly. Greer and Holbrook Tangle. I'll be there at the game today. Should be a lot of fun, because that's the schedule. Belmont has the day off. It's their bye, so they will not play today. They will be playing Thursday at Stanley, and we're going to get into that a little bit later on. But today on the show, 8 o'clock, Niner Brad comes on. We're going to talk a little college basketball, a good bit of high school basketball. We'll even dabble a little bit in the middle school basketball. Here's one more note before we go to break. Gaston County Sports Hall of Fame yesterday, this came from carolinasportshub.com, Richard Walker's website. Five people will be inducted as the 2024 class. It'll be Tracy Barnett, Sean Boyd, Willie Gillespie, Marty Hatchell, and James Parks. Certainly when you're my age, these are names that certainly resonate these are individuals that I've spent a lot of my life looking up to one such individual that I went to school with and another that became quite a friend and I hate that he's gone Tracy Barnett inducted posthumously This year, Sean Boyd, of course, who went on to have a phenomenal high school and college career, played some NFL football. Willie Gillespie, who I spent some time with immediately after high school, and then Marty Hatchell and James Parks, who in high school coaching circles, they're about as quality a coach as you're going to find. And they have a record to prove it. Congratulations to those five we're going to try to spend a little more time as we get closer to that April 8th date where the, where the Gaston County Sports Hall of Fame will take place. Shane Beamer is going to be the keynote speaker. That was reported on Carolina Sports Hub yesterday. This should be a very intriguing event. April the 8th is a Monday. For those of you that are curious and will give you insights on how you can get tickets, A little bit later on. We come back on the other side of the break. Corky Franks will join me. So we'll spend some time knocking things around here throughout the course of the morning. We'll be back in just a bit here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity... Do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allentate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allentate Realtors.
1: on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound.
0: The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Lawing invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. going to happen. No, it's most certainly not going to happen. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Before I bring on Corky Franks, I, I was remiss to forget this. So I want to go ahead and cover it now. This past weekend, that, that is just so bad. You're, you're not even on yet and I'm already hitting the button. Good grief. Okay. Congratulations to six individuals. Wrestling, Over the weekend, in Greensboro, state championships, this is what we got. These are all state champions. 3A level, 157 Jalen Culp out of Kings Mountain. Congratulations. At 150, James Weaver out of North Gaston. Another state champion. 132, Bentley Sly out of Stuart Kramer. There goes Stuart Kramer again, producing wrestling champions. And then at 285 in the 2A ranks... Javante Walker out of Lincoln at high school. Congratulations to all those guys. Of course, getting this from Carolina sports hub tip of the cap to Richard Walker. Then we had finalist winners of the silver medal. They actually competed in the final wrestling match at their classification and in their weight class till Helms of North Lincoln at 126 made it all the way to the final match. And Hunter Die at 144 made it all the way to the final match from East Gaston. Congratulations to the six of you. Many kudos. You, you've done well. And, and we want to wish you here on the Rush Hour Morning Show all the congratulations for doing so. All right, here we go. This could be problematic. See, I'm about to get my reward for being a friend, okay? For 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 doing you a solid. You got what I need, and this is what I'm about to get. You say
2: he's just a friend. You say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. What I need. You don't remember that song? <laughs> oh, I I oh, remember no. the song. That might put us over to the top. That might put we're, we're close. Oh, are we're, you beatboxing? Yeah, corky oaky beatbox. I mean, we're this close to twenty five thousand downloads. This close. Yeah, of course. Be, they beat, close.
0: Uh, beatboxing is absolutely going to take I us mean, over must the top. You start
2: breakdancing. Get your phone out. I breakdance. Put that sucker on there. I know that'll get us over to the top. Yeah.
0: See, I've da- I've danced broke before. Yeah, that's what I be doing. But but, but I've, bro- never, I've never <laughs> been breakdancing. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna break dance. I'll be broke dancing. <laughs> yeah. I like that B rush. Yeah. Bro- broke dancing. Yep. Yeah. Matter yeah. of fact. I've spent a large part of my life broke dancing. <laughs> Matter of fact, why don't we both just put the headsets down and we can broke dance
2: together? <laughs> broke back mountain. No, <laughs> not a <laughs> No, <laughs> don't be right No, y'all stop you try, already trying to lick this? Stop! Uh, there are kids and the kids on their way to school. Look, Cut it out! Well, turn the channel, then. <laughs> we need to put a mature audience only. <laughs> no. Hey, look, look, look! I mean, you already spotted this—the uh, icing from the Nemo cake on my chin this yeah, morning. Yeah, tried to do you a salad. I didn't want you walking yeah, around all you day. Eye on it, like you're trying to
3: lap no, that thing I, off no, of me. No, it's
2: not. You sure? I'm I'm pretty positive. I mean, after that conversation we had last because night it, about the, about the teeter and bougie and all that. Yeah, we got it. We got to get into that. I'm, yeah, yeah. You like that place? I like the sushi.
0: Let me start over. You don't like the prices, but you like the place. Yeah, I mean the, the place is swanky. I mean, there's yeah, no question. Swanky. If you're gonna if you're gonna buy groceries, is that's that a, word? a Pretty swanky place to do it. Swanky. Let's see what that means. St- oh,
2: stylishly luxuri- luxurious and expensive. Huh. Yes, Which that would be Harris
0: Teeter. <laughs> yeah, you'd be, you be broke dancing after you leave that place. Well, tell me about it. Tell Every, me. That's why I don't spend a whole lot of time in that joint. Even <laughs> even though the sushi got me yesterday.
2: Every Sunday after I leave, that's what I'm doing: broke dancing across the parking lot. Good
0: grief! Going and be broke in a minute. And I'm just going to throw something out, just oh. just for for public knowledge. All right. Okay. Bougie Harris Teeter is not going to send people text messages with photos of their sushi, okay? Just going to throw that out there. All right. All right. Yesterday.
2: D- d- you know what? I, you hit me right on the head. You said I'm bougie. Someone who's considered middle class yet wants to be upper class. <laughs> is that me? Yes. That, that's... <laughs> Okay. I thought I was just a redneck. Bougie. All right. I got you. Yeah. I heard the word said. I, just, I never looked up, seen what it meant. All right. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. See, that's... Let me kick back, Paw. Tell me a story. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went into the Harris Teeter with looking for what I was going to have for dinner. Okay. I was by myself. All right. Okay. Going to have dinner alone. Solo. Where was Janine? She was out shopping. She was out shopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was she was with the middle child. Okay. They went shopping. Okay. So I had to figure out what I was going to do for dinner. Yeah. So I rolled up into the HT, and I made the mistake of wandering.
2: Can I stop you? Please. Why don't you stop down at the gas station and get a piece of pizza? No shot. Okay. No shot. Go ahead. You saw what it did to me a couple weeks ago,
0: didn't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I, <laughs> see, if I was if I was gonna get pizza, I would have gone about three doors down from the HT. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that place is my joint. Is it really? Ooh. Ugh. Whatever. I love <laughs> I love those guys. Nice. I really do. All right. So you they're for- they're never gonna join the show, but I love those guys. Okay. I really do. All right. Well, let let me ask you this. Okay.
2: L- let me help set up the story. Okay. What time was this? This was about five thirty. Okay. You're looking for something to eat. Looking for dinner. There's 15 fast food joints within two miles of your house. Correct. Either direction.
0: Right. But you chose to go to the teeter. Sure. Okay. Because I knew that I had to pick some things up for the house anyway. Oh, okay. We we had some things that we had to get. So you were doing a little grocery shopping anyway. Hey, while I'm here, let me. Yeah. So you didn't have anything in particular. Two birds, one stone. No, I I had no.
2: You just need some toilet paper and some dishwashing detergent and something to eat. Along along those lines.
0: Yes, along those lines. Yeah. Yes. All right, continue, please. So I roll in, and I start to wander. Mm Mm-hmm. And they say all who wander is not lost. You went to the right first, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I went to the right. All right. (laughs) That's all you need. you done. I killed about 20 minutes on the right, and I came away with sushi. Okay. Like, I, I was like... I saw it and I smelled it. Like I got COVID nose still, and I'm, I'm I'm it's I'm slowly coming out of it. Yeah, but I smelled the sushi. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. It's been a while. Uh huh. It's been a while, California roll. Yeah. Uh, and so did 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 it, did it look familiar, Brian? Oh, it looked very familiar.
2: Okay. So looked, you've
0: seen that sushi I've before? I've Seen that container of sushi before in the studio? Uh, okay. And so. That sealed the deal for me. All right, is it not fairly priced? It is. Yeah, I think so. It is. I mean, I, you you go from one place to the next, and you could see that price <clears throat> being on the sushi. Yeah. Plus, you could go to a you could go to a restaurant and get sushi, and it'd be way more expensive than that. Right. So right. I'm I'm good. Okay. Yeah. And it and it was phenomenal. I crushed that I crushed that container
2: did you wish you got two of them
0: no no one for later no no because I I mean I just go right by it I mean yeah. that's the beauty of living down off of South Point I you mean stop anytime you just you just if you feel like being bougie for a moment you just roll into HT
2: got some bad news for you it's
0: never ready in the morning <laughs> you got to wait till about lunchtime before it's ready okay I'm not a morning sushi person
2: all right that's it's good
0: for breakfast. I'm sure it is. That's just it, not my joint.
2: It's not better than Nemo cakes, <laughs> but it's pretty good. Okay. All right. Did you continue on down past to to the uh, to the to the bakery oh, section? Oh, oh
0: absolutely. I, yeah, I looked at all of it. There were some donuts there that just absolutely. I was like, I gotta walk away. I mean, if I you not, didn't get them? No, I didn't get them. Why not? You don't they, like a good lard bomb. Yes, I do. That's why I walked the other direction. All right. Look, they had they had wings. I mean, dude, they, they got it all. They had like they had like this this Asian area. Yeah. I mean, they had salad bar, and ended uh-huh. up, I ended up having salad. But I I basically bought a bag of salad and some toppings, and and I rolled, boy, I rolled through it. It that, was fantastic, dude. If you get
2: lucky, you can stroll in there and get like two for the price of one. Those those like maple bacon salad, or uh, what's it Greek something. Yeah, I yeah I didn't get one of the containers of salad. No, 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 no. I'm sitting in the bag. what has got all the dressing yeah, and everything yeah, in it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That,
2: that no. don't do it for you?
0: No. As cheap as that
2: is? Okay, I,
0: I, I go even cheaper. We we keep dressing in the refrigerator. Okay. So,
2: <laughs> okay. Good Lord, yeah. you tight. About four bucks, dude. I'm just dude. trying to eat, man. Dude, it's four bucks for it's a day. It's just dog- food. I, I, I ate lettuce. I bought some tomatoes. I I bought
0: some bacon bits.
2: What did you do? Buy a head of lettuce and sit there with a knife and cut it off and eat it like a rabbit? I've done that before. (laughs) I had no chance.
0: Yeah. Really? And you start from scratch (laughs) and take a head of lettuce and cut it up and make make your own salad. Like, absolutely. I'm just sitting there talking about like eat it off the head. Like wipe that sucker off no, of me! No, no, no! I've not done that. Okay. I do. I do that to tomatoes. Right? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love tomatoes. Did you, Did you make it back to the uh, meat market? No, you didn't go that far.
2: No, I didn't. Oh, that's the best part about that place. I didn't have to. Really? If you'd have went back there, you'd have been broke.
0: That's why I didn't go back there. Yeah, <laughs> they
2: got some good cuts there's, of meat. Back there's there. a
0: rationale to why I don't do some of the things I don't do. But dude, that place is nice, isn't it? It is. really is. They got it, something it is. for everybody. And then I, you know, and, and they had some unbelievably fresh English muffins. Uh-huh. So I, I, I crushed those. I, <laughs> okay. I put those in the cart. <laughs> um, and then I walked out of there, and I'm like, you know, for this being bougie HT, I didn't do too bad. Okay. It, it, is it fair to ask how much you spent at the teeter yesterday? $31. Right on the button. How'd you get out of there with thirty-one bucks? Cause I was just getting a couple things for me. Good grief! I go up in there, and I come out with two steaks,
2: buggy full of fish, <laughs> shrimp, sushi. I'm about three hundred dollars light coming out of that joint. Yeah, I. But you need for two weeks. God love you. I mean, do it. I, I didn't need all that. I, I catch that stuff on sale. I wait till the date's about to expire and put it in the freezer. Same cut of meat. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll eat that sucker a week later. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, when are you going back?
0: Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's not like pulling at you or anything? No, because I mean, there's a Walmart down on the other side of the river. I mean, yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) I wear that place. All right. Well,
2: full disclosure. That's where my kids started going. They said, Daddy, you work too hard for your money. We're not spending it at Harris Teeter. <laughs> We're going to Walmart. Yep. <laughs> I started going to Wally World shopping. Yep. Sure did, about three weeks ago. And I appreciate it, too. Kids look after me, man. Good kids.
0: There's a certain measure of wisdom yeah. in going to the Walmart to get your groceries. <laughs> Isn't there, Brian? It, it really is. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you went.
2: Glad you enjoyed the California roll.
0: It really was good. Yeah. It really was good.
2: I might I might, uh, I might go pick you one up later today. We'll split one for breakfast in the morning.
0: On the show live. Okay. I could First I could dinner. think I could think of worse things in the world. All right. Sushi. Which pro- the the entire roll was just three hundred and thirty calories. That's not awful. No. And it's good calories too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm down with good calories.
2: I hear you. So what else you got going on?
0: Uh no, it's, it's been about it. Got some information yesterday about the Hall of Fame. So uh excited for that
2: i'm going to help a going to help a preacher move a piano later today how about that maybe i I should wrangle you up you go with us boy we need all the help we can get big old piano that's a tough
0: proposition right there
2: see what this is somebody send it it's our group oh (laughs) Uh,
0: look at our group text
2: niner brad (laughs) that's you right there brad
0: uh, isn't it? Seriously, <laughs> that's no bueno.
2: Yeah, that's good. All right, so that's
0: no bueno. That not, looks more like Brad than it does me.
2: That, not a Brad says it's a, says it's a, what's that thing called? A gif? Is it a gif or a jif? Dude sent a I stupid picture. I call it a gif. Dude, okay, dude sends but- a picture in, in the group chat of a, <laughs> of a guy with his mouth stuffed full of lettuce. That's B Rush. <laughs> that was him last night. He ate that sushi. Then washed it now with a head of lettuce, like a rabbit, <laughs> like a dinosaur, mm. <laughs> herbivore. That's what you are now, herbivore. Oh man, I was supposed to go out. Uh, I got a good invite yesterday. Where'd you go? Well, I, I didn't go anywhere because I had to work. Okay. Uh, Coach Lowry, Devin. Did you cut me? Off? You cut me off. Oh, I don't need to cough. If I do, I just <clears throat> <clears throat> right oh. Right into the mic. You catch yours off, I don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? I know. Uh, he asked me, it has got an invite to come out, watch this fellas practice ball yesterday. Man, it was gr- a great day. Weather was great. I didn't get to go. I think I'm going to try to swing by later today just to hang out, say hey, check his squad out. They're just doing BP today. That's what he said. So I'm probably going to go hang out, watch those kids, and then go. You taking a little cage cut? I might, yeah. I need. I mean, if everything goes well, i need to start getting warmed up.
0: <laughs> I still ain't heard. Oh, I can't wait to start taking some cage cuts. Yeah,
2: I might go get me a couple hacks today over there with Coach and his kids. Oh. And then go help the preacher, the pastor. Yeah. Okay. Over to AME Zion Church in Charlotte where I'm going. Okay. Yeah. I don't know which one. I think that's what it's called. I think that's what he told There's me. There's several. Are they?
0: Mm-hmm. By like, in Charlotte.
2: By yep. like Baptist churches, one on every corner.
0: Not that often. Okay. Not. It's not that frequent. But all right. But anyway, yeah, there's quite a loaded few. Loaded day today, baby. Got a loaded day today. Um. Eventually, we've got to try to make some sense of middle school basketball. All right. Because here's what we've got going on. A log jam. It's a log jam. And I made the mistake this morning of trying to figure it out. And and now my brain hurts. Uh. I have done some pretty extensive research on everything that has happened. I would like to project what can happen, what might happen. And if everything happens the way that I'm thinking it will, then they're going to have to go pretty deep into the tiebreaker bag. Okay. I mean, they, they may have to resort to rock, paper, scissors. They should let them play. Instead of drawing straws, I, I, you know, I hope, I do, I hope and pray that they don't resort to that. I hope and pray that's not how it's. Oh,
2: that's what's ha- And I ain't knocking anybody. That's what's happening because that's what's easy.
0: I can, look, I can, I'm okay with drawing straws if two teams are in and they're looking for seeding. I'm okay with that. Like, there's a reality that somebody's season is going to come to a close because they're going to have to go really deep into the tiebreaker back. And I hope and pray that there's not anything off the court that can't be utilized to come up with who's in and who's not. Boy, I can't wait to talk about this one. Well, that may be something that we can spend a little bit of time with here before we close out the first hour. Um, Obviously, high school basketball opened up their conference tournaments last night. Niner Brad's going to be on at 8 o'clock. Marquesio Williams will be on at 8.20. Holbrook has a massive game today on the boys' side against Greer. It's a home game, so that's good. Obviously, Greer at the top of the table. Anybody that beats Greer is going to really help their case as far as getting in. Because right now, Greer is standing in the way of a lot of teams being able to truly figure out what their playoff prospects look like. But there's a couple of dates, there's a couple of games that we're going to kind of break out here on the show today to kind of maybe offer some clarity as if this team wins, it'll help clear up what transpires. So let's take a break. We come back. We'll try to spend some time diving into this, and then we'll see what happens with the rest of the day. All that as we come back on this first hour. Tuesday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k, and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864 for 2000.
3: This message presented by the NCHSAA and the
2: North Carolina Athletic Directors Association.
0: And we're back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning as I'm just going to roll this out. And, I, and again, I'm hoping and praying that there are enough contingencies in place that are going to create clarity as far as the tiebreaker scenarios are concerned. Assuming that we have some. This thing could still play itself out to where no tiebreaker is in place.
2: But... You remember back in the day, Brian, when you... When if, if there was a tiebreaker, you went to points scored, runs scored during the season, whatever the sport it was. And they did away with that because they got tired of teams just beating up on other teams. Sure. For the, quote, sportsmanship aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So they did away with that. And all it did was make scenarios like this even worse.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, you know, and, and even with – you know, and even in going – deep enough to look at the head head to heads head-to-heads that each team has against one another that could sometimes break ties the reality is is as I'm forecasting all of this out in my head not even that works so let me go ahead and lay lay out what's happening this is what we know Greer on the boys side they're undefeated they're 7 and 0 Belmont they're 7 and 1 Okay. Belmont has two games left. Belmont is going to be taking on Stanley Thursday on the road, Mount Holly at home next Monday. Okay.
2: The worst they're going to do is split.
0: Well, even if even if they were to lose the next two, they go to seven and three, they're in. They're still in. There's only <laughs> one team with a possibility of being seven and three, not named Belmont.
2: I'm just saying, hypothetically, if they split, they're still in. All right. If they, oh. if they lose both of them, they're still in. So they're
0: in. Good. As a matter of fact, yes. At, at this point, they are mathematically the two. There's one and two seeds right there. Right. Here's why. York Chester, York Chester has two games left in their schedule. They're currently five and three right now. Even if York Chester were to win both games and go to seven and three, Belmont has the tiebreaker on York Chester because Belmont beat York Chester head-to-head. So Belmont is in as the two. Now, could Belmont become the one? Yes. If Greer were to stumble at the end of the year, okay, beginning today with Holbrook, if Greer were to lose two out of their next three and Belmont runs the table, Belmont becomes the one. Greer would fall to two. The worst that Greer can do is seven and three, and they own the tiebreaker against York Chester. So one and two are locked. The order still somewhat in doubt, but one and two are locked. It's where you get to three and four that really gets kind of wonky. All right. And so I'm I'm telling you right now, okay, I've taken a deep dive into all of the tiebreaker scenarios. Outside – of the tiebreaker scenarios. I do not the head to head matchups. I do not know how Gaston County breaks ties. I don't know what what protocol they use. I don't know if they're using other sorts of tiebreaker mechanisms if a team's got to win against somebody above them, you know, what's the most disappointing loss for them. I don't have any of that to go on, okay? I am speculating. However, This is how it could go, okay? York Chester today is going to play Bessemer City. It would stand to reason, by looking at record, that York Chester should beat Bessemer City. That would then put them to 6-3, which would then make up a critical matchup on the 26th of February between Southwest and York Chester. Southwest, who for all intents and purposes, finds themselves on the outside looking in to the playoff possibilities, okay? If that is in fact the case, Southwest still can play spoiler. If Southwest were to beat York Chester, that really throws things into flux because now York Chester finishes the year at six and four and then all sorts of tiebreaker possibilities come into play, Okay. This is what appears to be the case. York Chester if they went out goes to 7 and 3. That's the easiest path for York Chester. Went out two games, you go to 7 and 3, you've locked up the third. Then it leaves three teams with one spot. All with you know <clears throat> if they all finished at 6 and 4, now you got all kinds of things going on. Here's what appears to be the most difficult path of the group. WC Friday. WC Friday, if they were to run the table with the final 3 games that they have, they would go to 7 and 3. However, this is what's tough for WC Friday.
2: Can we can we look at this game by game? Yes. Okay. Hypoth- because I, I have
0: it right here in front of me. Oh, well I'll shut up then. What I'm telling you is, <laughs> w- guess what? I had it in front of me too. Well, do- WC Friday right now is four and three.
2: Well, well, let me let me tell you, Brian. This is exactly what every coach is is sitting there doing the same thing. They they should be if they're trying to get in the playoffs. They're sitting here. They got the schedule drawn out just like we have. Okay, well, Stanley should win this game. They're going to get beat this game be able to go in with buy. They should be seven You know what I'm saying? Everybody's doing that. and They should be
0: right. But like, for instance, WC Friday, if WC Friday were to win out, they would go to seven and three and they would be in. Yeah. Okay. But here's why that's not as likely to happen. Okay. The next three games that they have, they close out the season with three games all on the road. According to what I've been able to gather, they're going to go to Mount Holly today. They're going to take on Greer Thursday.
2: Well, the Mount Holly should be a win. I would think, okay.
0: certainly if you look at everything, the comparisons that we've been able to look at, I would predict them to be the winner there. Puts them at five and three. Puts them at five and three. Going to get beat by Greer, puts them at five and four. If if that's what happens, yes. And they should win at Cramerton. That put them at six and One four. One would thing, that would put them at six and four. Right. Hypothetically speaking. That's what I'm, we're speculating here. Yeah. That speculation would put them at six and four. All right. Okay. Here's the one WC Friday tiebreaker they have in their advantage. They beat Holbrook. Okay. But they lost to Stanley. Now, again, if York Chester wins out, they're going to be the number three no matter what. But if Southwest beats York Chester to end the regular season, then it throws a monkey wrench into the entire thing. So, in reality... One of the things that would offer some clarity here is York Chester winning out. That would offer clarity. Okay. If WC Friday were to win out, which would be three consecutive home road games, including Greer, they would go to seven seven and three, and that would put them in. Okay? But if you're forecasting this, that's going to be a very difficult play.
2: All right. So <clears throat> speculation, right? We just Predicting, speculating, WC
0: Friday will end six
2: and four. Holbrook plays Greer. Um Today. Yeah. Coach is at coming home. Coach is coming on. Right. It is what it is. L- let's say they lose that game, based on record, whatever, yada yada, yada. That drops them to four and four. They should beat Cramerton.
0: Cramerton. They're five and four. Should beat Bessemer City. That should put them at six and four, right? So if they were to go to six and four, this is what they have to their credit. They would own the tiebreaker. Over Stanley and York Chester.
2: Okay. Now look at this. Southwest is three and four. Um, If they win at home against Cramerton, at home against Bessemer City, now they're five and four.
0: Right. Which (laughs) puts (laughs) all of the interest on February 26th between Southwest going to York Chester for the final day of the regular season. That's what I'm saying. This thing can get really convoluted if Southwest beats York Chester.
2: Ted Duncan better take next week off. He, he, he might need to put in for some sick time.
0: <laughs> he might need to go on vacation for a week. Well, and again, I'm sure that all of the machinations are being thought of in advance. I'm sure that all of these contingencies have already been laid out. Okay. However, it still it, it, it makes my brain hurt because. You're right. I mean, this is a Southwest team that's not last year's Southwest club. Right. James Prince in his first year, former Belmont Abbey College basketball player, he's a friend of mine. The reality is their club's not having the success that they've had last year. That's just reality. Now, that said, even that, they have an outside chance of getting in. Again, they could win the next two put themselves with a puncher's chance of beating York Chester. And if they do that, then my notebook, I'm just going to throw it in the trash. Because by that point, so much so much will be at play that there's no way that we can right now sit here and tell you we have any real indication of what's going to go where. Brian, there's
2: no way you can tell me there's not going to be a four-way tie at six and four.
0: You could conceivably
2: have that. If,
0: yeah. Again, if York t- Chester wins against Southwest, it clears it up dramatically.
2: There's going to be there's going to be a four way tie. Okay, a four way tie. Well, listen, Southwest could beat them and be six and four. Regardless, it's going to be a four way tie for six, four teams tied at six and four. You mean to tell me two teams aren't going to go to the playoffs okay, because that, somebody drew the short straw?
0: That's assuming that everything plays itself out on the floor.
2: Okay, tell me why it's not.
0: Well, okay, so this is what we know. Currently, right now, this is what we know. WC Friday's four and three. Their three losses are to Belmont, York Chester, and Stanley, okay? So York Chester, I mean, WC Friday is in a tough spot here because two of the teams that are involved in this tiebreaker mechanism, they've lost to, okay? That's significant, okay? Holbrook has lost to Belmont, WC Friday, and here's the outlier. Holbrook lost to Southwest. So if Southwest gets back into the mix of this, now Holbrook has lost a tiebreaker in their column because Southwest beat them in that one game to where <laughs> the game got stopped two minutes in. <laughs>
2: That's going to be a disaster for somebody. Don't you feel bad for somebody?
0: Yeah. And, and and I look, I really do Let's have a play in game. I really do. Well, I, I, I don't I don't see that happening, um, you know, and, and and automatically people are going to think, well, why don't you just expand? I don't necessarily know that you can do that either. Um, you know, it's just this is a tough time of the year in the middle of the crossover to try to make this happen. Um, you know, you could have a couple play in games. And then get them right back in the next day. But I don't know how good that experience is going to be for everybody. And we're still not even factoring the idea that you're you're still going to need basketball officials for this. And they're going to have their hands in the mix with high school playoff basketball. So there's no real great scenarios here. This, I hope it all figures itself out on the floor. Okay. Holbrook has an amazing opportunity today to really set their thing but in hey, motion. i tell you how you get in. Win, baby. That's the end game. That's how you get that's in. That's the end game. Yeah. If Holbrook beats Greer today, man, that offers extraordinary clarity hey, beat in some, this.
2: Hey, beat somebody they don't expect you to beat, and they, I'm included in they. Yeah, beat somebody that people
0: don't expect you to beat. that puts you in there, baby. Stanley, their final game of the year is a home game to Belmont. They beat Belmont. That's going to really help the Stanley cause. Yeah. So... There's opportunities for all of these teams to play themselves into the playoffs. Yeah. The one thing that I would really hate is that it comes down to drawing numbers, drawing straws, whatever, and that one or two teams finds themselves out of the running for a playoff opportunity based on the fact that none of the tiebreakers played itself out. To give us clarity.
2: Real simple. Beat who you're supposed to beat the rest of the way and then beat a Belmont or beat a Greer. That'll get you in there. That's how you avoid drawing a straw.
0: Went out. You got it. Went out. Yeah. So there we go. Our ones in the books. Look, if nothing else, we've kind of given you some insight as to what this looks like. On the other side of the break, when we start hour two, Brad Mulkey, Niner Brad, he'll join us. We'll talk about the 49ers talk about high school basketball. We'll even talk about the middies a little bit. And then at 8.20, Marquesio Williams, Holbrook head coach, will come in as he talks about his big game against Greer today. All that as we continue Hour 2 on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m., On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.